Situations will arise. I had to think about the words. Bruh. <laughs> it's like, uh, yo, it's one of those words that you don't really know. Like, you don't really know the word, that, that part. Everybody has their own version of it. Yeah. Hey, did you see that thing that Lloyd and the Dream did? No, it's Lloyd and T Pain. Yeah, when they when they were, they were saying like it don't say this, it really say that. Like, come on, bro. Lloyd like, finessed it though. He knew he he knew Lloyd did one too. Yeah, Lloyd finessed it. They said, uh, uh, she's five two or she fine too, but I want and you. She's five two, and I want. I thought he said he, she's fired too. No, 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 no. Like said she's I want her too. and she's fired. No, no, no. She's oh, guess, five too. Oh, well, that actually makes yeah. more sense. And he kind of finessed it though. She's like, you know, it's, it's, it's whatever you want it to be. He was trying to please the people. T Pain yeah. was like. Y'all ain't show me no love. Y'all were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like one of those dudes, you know, the chicks curve them. You ugly anyway. That's how, that's how I feel. That's how I feel. That's how you handled it. Hey, hey, welcome to another episode of Helping Homies Win the Podcast. Tools for Lifting a Generation. I am Antonio J. Bell. And you know it's your boy T. Ross. Junior. Junior. Hey, I'm going to start calling you Junior. No, I don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Don't sub me, cuz. I mean, bro. <laughs> Yo, my dad sent me today. That's crazy. Did he? Oh my God, he sent me today. It was tough, bro. <laughs> hey, it's the coldest thing because you feel disrespected, but then you realize like you like I am your son. But damn, no son. Nah, me, don't bro. do that, like, bro. Hey, but you know I end up winning at the end, which is crazy. Oh, you 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 were sparring with him a little it. bit. We gonna get into it. Yeah, 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 That's for funny. sure, bro. That's funny. Hey, hey, close your eyes, bro. My bad. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm drinking tea and I'm over here squeezing the bro, lemon. I'm struggling right now. I got man. I'm using my left hand, so I want no couch <laughs> teas on the podcast. Huh? That'd be really foreign, bro. You use your left hand for stuff. Hey, bro, just you just lose you lose uh, understanding. Right, you look at your fingers, bro. Wait, <laughs> what was that? Bro, you don't eat, le- <laughs> bro. Sometimes I eat lemons like a like a like an orange. Bro, Maddie does that. Maddie? For those that don't know who Maddie is, Maddie's my daughter. She's, She's a three, weirdo. bro. Like, I, cause so, so you see, you know the little YouTube videos. You give them a lemon, and they like make a funny face. Bro, she was like, she was on it. She's like, yo, this is good. Yo. She really rock with it, so like you know, she's asking for limits now just to hey, like, I, have. I need you to put that on on an Instagram story, bro. I, I did, bro. I'm sure at some point in life I'll well, do it again. Do it when again. I come back. When you get back, give her. Give when her I finish a my fast. <laughs> <laughs> bro, you killing me with this tea right now, yo. So hey, so so the reason why I called is here today. Um, tell him, brother. I want to talk about vulnerability, bro. Vulnerability. I can't Vul- even say that word. Yeah. Hold on. Vulnerability. Vulnerability, bro. Okay. Vulnerability. I feel like I feel like I wish I would have known that was the topic, bro. Now I might have to be honest and stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> I ain't got no That's time right, because you didn't no know. BS. You no, didn't know what we're talking about. Of course, man. So next time I'm gonna ask you, brother. Yeah, you should, bro. So so it was funny because like I don't know, I just been thinking about this concept for a while and finding myself in, in areas where I'm like emoting and saying how I feel and like being honest at the risk of sounding like a bitch. And I don't know any other word to say that. So at maybe the risk. You, at the you've risk. been emoting, showing your emotions, sharing yeah. your emotions at the risk of coming off like a little bitch. Facts, B. Facts. So I'm hey, like, I'm really. I've been there. Man, I probably still am there, okay? Bro, I live there, bro. It's crazy. But it's like, I feel like we need to do away with that, with that, that homage or adage or whatever, whatever the big word is I'm trying to use here. I think yeah. we need to do away with the idea that men can't be emotional. Men aren't emotional. Right. Right? Because we just express that in different ways. But. I was talking to my dad today, uh, and it was a really, really dope conversation. He's been having an issue with um, this guy that he has living at one of his properties. He has this assisted living kind of property for disabled seniors. So, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's a guy in the property, man. It set it up. 
the gentleman is bedridden. He can get in a actually no, he's not. He's wheelchair ridden, so he can like move around his wheelchair. And they had an issue because his wheelchair kept hitting the wheelchair kept hitting the side of the door, and it's messing up the door door jam. Mm-hmm. So my dad checked him on it and tried to son him, and he's like, man, I'll just move out then, blah blah blah, and kind of went in with my dad. So they were going back and forth about that for a few days. When he came to the facility, he had you know all kind of like sores and lesions okay, and just like okay, all kind okay. of things going on okay. um, that they fixed up. Right, like he your, can't that, even clean that, himself. That's your pops and yeah, yeah, okay, my pops yeah. and then uh, the lady but, has you know partnered working, up with yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so they cleaned him up and everything and got him got him right. Like he's he's living a lot better. It's a much more comfortable situation than he's probably ever been in. But he's been in this situation for his entire life. Okay, he's always been in a wheelchair. Always had to have people take care of him. He hasn't been able to really do for himself and live an independent life. Okay, and my dad, however, is just treating the situation like. He's any guy, any 50, 60-year-old dude. Treating who like he's any guy? Treating the dude? The, the guy that's living with that's the That's living there. Yeah, yeah. We're going to call tenant. him Earl. Earl. We'll call him Earl. Okay. Treating Earl like he's just any guy. Off the, any guy so like, Pops you know, is treating Earl like he's able, like he's like, um, I don't know the correct term, as if he's fully able, like he's not, right, right, as right, if right. he doesn't have. He's not taking into consideration his, what I believe was a mental illness, but mm. also the, the, just, just his perception of life. Mm. And I feel like that's key. We're going to get into the perception of life. But so they're having this issue, right? And I'm talking to my dad about it, and I've been, been encouraging him over the past couple of weeks to look at the situation and try to put himself in his position. Okay. You know, but my dad's rejecting, rejecting the idea because he's saying, you know, he's a grown man. You know, my dad's not going to be disrespected, blah, blah, blah. We do so much for him. The pride, all in the way, right? Pride is all in the way. And it's interesting that this concept we talked about this week, just off air, was disposition is king. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Disposition is Speak king. Speak to that, brother. Man, disposition is king. So in the conversation with him, like, there's been times where I've been trying to, to talk to him and check him and, and, and try to reason with him from my perception and my understanding, but it hasn't really worked. You know, every time I've tried to do it, it wasn't clicking. It wasn't really connecting. He'll, he'll hear me, but he's not really listening. Yeah. You know? So we're talking about it, and he's telling me how I'm wrong, and uh, he goes into, like, you know, I understand the mental health piece, you know, the mental health piece, but, you know, I've been dealing with mental health longer than you've been alive, son. I've been here longer than you've been alive. So I've been dealing with mental health bro, much longer than you. Bro, that line kills me, bro. <laughs> that line kills me, Yo. son. Yo, bro, it's horrible, man. He like, like, bro, he's sunning me like yeah. tough, bro. Yeah. I've been dealing with mental health way longer than you've been alive. So son. shut up, man. Exactly. What you say is bro, invalid. Were you not an EMT, bro? Bro, come on, bro, son. Bro, talk come about on, it, bro. Bro, nah, bro, nah, hell no, bro. Nah, bro. Hold up, hold up, hold up, <laughs> hold up. I'm like, okay, that's pop, right? Okay, he sunned you like that. Yeah. Dude, you was a professional in I know, that field. I bro. know, bro. Okay. It was in the holster the whole time, bro. It's cool, bro. It was in the holster, bro. I it's was cool. ready, bro. It's cool. I pops. was ready, bro. Once he took that shot, I was like, all right. So I let my man finish because I'm all about respect. You gotta respect the OGs. Oh my god. So I told him, I'm like, yo, man. I said, I've been doing EMS for seven years now. Yeah, yeah. Right. I deal with crazy people on a daily basis. I literally had people throw feces at us. Bro. Nah, nah, nah. I don't out. know if you deal with that kind of that that kind of crazy. That's crazy. That's some, that's some serious. Uh, pops go. I'm dealing with it right now, saying that I'm throwing, right? I'm throwing shit at him, right? And I'm like, so we start laughing or whatever. But I'm like, you know. Funny. I'm like, I, de- I deal with this, Dad. I've dealt with crazy people every single day. I know what that does to your mind. Yes, yes. Just like we talk about, you know, being institutionalized in the prison system, Ooh. that still exists on a mental health level. Yes, it does. Right? Yes, so you got does. people that can't live a full life. They can't do what they want to do. They can't. You know, love and, 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 you know, this guy can't, you know, have sex. He don't have no kids. He don't really got no family. 
you know, he has no woman, like he's missing out on, or man if he's into that, he's missing out on a big piece of, of life. Yeah. You know, the stuff that the people, the stuff that's gonna really make you happy. He can't really fulfill a job or he hasn't fulfilled the job that, that fulfills him. So I'm explaining to him that the mental state that puts you in, it puts you at odds. Yes, it does. Man, you know, but you know, man, he was tripping off a candy bar. He was mad because we took his candy bar because his candy bar was making him sick. Yeah, yeah, my pops. And I'm like, yeah, that's the only thing you got control over. Wow. That's t- perspective, yo. Yeah. Wow. You taking the one thing he can control. It's what he eat and it's, it's treats. And, and Pops is kind of like, that's not even the big deal, bro. It's like, not. It's, it's not. Bar. You're a grown man. You, you worried about a Snickers bar? And it's like, hey, nah, hey, that's not even sn- the case. Hey, hey, real quick. Snickers hey. is fire, hey, They bro. smack, bro. But, I don't even do peanuts like that, but they smack. Bro. <laughs> I feel it. That's, that's tight, though. That's tight. Yeah, so. you're able to share that. Or do you recognize that to even share that with Pops? Yeah, you know what yeah, yeah. Like, for real, for real. So, you know, we're talking about it and, and you know, he's tripping off the candy bar or whatever, saying that, you know, he's a grown man. Shouldn't be tripping off that. But I'm like, dude, like, he can't control anything else. Y'all tell him when to eat, when he can come out the room, what he can watch, when he can watch TV, when he can have the lights on. You got to clean up after him. And he don't really get that the Snickers are making him sick. And the reason why it's an issue for y'all is because y'all got to clean that up, literally. Wow. However, it's like this is the one thing that I have control over, right? And y'all taking that away from me. For what? You know, so it's like to understand where this man is in his life, man. You know, y'all the same age, but imagine if you can't do nothing, B. Yeah. Like really put yourself there. You know, I got a daughter, right? I know that Maddie ain't all the way there. You know, I know she a few, few, uh, she's, <laughs> I know she's a few, uh, what's the calm, man? I, I hate when I got an example, and I don't, you know what I'm trying to say. I know she's a little short, right? I know, I know she's not all the way there. She's a baby. Because she's three, though. She's three. It's because she's, she's three. three. She can't really understand everything. Right. Right? So I got to deal with her on that level. I got to deal with her on the three-year-old level. So if you're dealing with somebody with mental health, man, you have to deal with them mental health issues. You have to deal with them where they are. You can't deal with them from your perception of reality. Yeah. So once I hit him with that joint, it was like, man, I did this professionally for this much time and I really related to him and, 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 and vibe with him on that. He was, able to, he was able to hear me, finally. Oh, wow. And yeah. we had had this conversation a lot. Before, though. yeah. Oh, my God. Like, he's been talking about this for a few weeks now. Hey, timing is everything, though. Man, Because now everything. he's in the position of... But not only that, but even this position. Yeah. You know, because I told him, like, bro, I've been saying this. Oh, but you never said it like that. Bro, my dad said that, bro. Oh, my dad said that. You've never said it like that. So I'm hey, like, you know what that sound like, bro? Yeah, some relationship stuff. It does, but it's cool. This is relationship. This too, is a relationship. Yeah, I feel it. You know, it really real. opened me up to the fact that just because I'm being clear mm. doesn't mean they're gonna understand me. Oh, just because I'm being clear don't mean they're gonna get it, yo. Like I have to sometimes break it down and go to explain and like I gotta remind my dad what I used to do. Yeah, give him some context. My, yeah, give some context. Yeah, yeah, dude, I got, I got, I got credibility in this area. Yeah. I can have this conversation. I'm, I'm with you here. You know what I mean? Why are you trying to sum me? You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So after I did that, he was able to really hear me, and it was beautiful because shortly after that, you know, we got into a conversation about, uh, about fear. You know, so I told him, too, like, I had to relate to him and speak to him in a way that he could really understand. And I was like, yo, Pop, imagine, you know, being alone. Like, that's my fear. Mm-hmm. My fear is being in a place where I'm 60, 70, 80 years old and I'm by myself. Mm. I'm scared so much. I almost want to have some more kids to make sure somebody looking out for me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't want to be by myself at 60, 70 years old and not be able to enjoy life and be comfortable. And let's not even talk about losing my minds and having Alzheimer's and not even knowing who I am anymore, but still being on this earth. Yeah. That's a whole nother podcast. It is. But that's my biggest fear. And he even said, yeah, that's, that's a fear for me too. Like, you know, my dad's, six, my dad's about to be 60 next year. 2019, my dad turned 60. And my dad goes, you know, that's one of my biggest fear is I don't want to be alone. 
Like, he I'm getting that. old. My dad's, my dad's never that. talked like this, bro. Bro, he said Ever. that. Ever. That's, that's emotion. That's vulnerability. Man. Yeah, yeah. Dang. Yo, he was like, I, that's one of my biggest fears. Like, you know, I don't want to be alone. Like, I'm, I'm pushing 60, you know, situation and work out with my, uh, my ex, you know, fiance now. And I just don't, I don't want to be alone, man. You know? And it's like, yo, like, like it really hit me. Because I'm like, yo, that's a, that's a real problem. We don't right. really look at our parents' problems and the fact that they're real people dealing with real issues on another level than we are. Man. We, we, we disregard that because, you know, we, we're still kids with, with them. Yeah. We're, we're still, still selfish. Children. We're still yeah. their children. We're like, ah, you pops. Yeah. Let's deal with my that's problems. A, that's, that's, a, that's a human. Man, that's for real. That's a human being, just like you. For real. Just more experience. For real. But it gets better, bro. Yeah. So after this, you know, he goes, ah, man, son, I'm, I'm so proud of you, man. Wow. He goes, ah, you know, you just out here, man, you're handling your business, man, and like, you know, you be sending me pictures of your baby girl, and like, man, you take some good pictures. And I'm trying, Dad. No, 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 you are. You take some good pictures, man. And you got snow falling all over her little pretty ass. Like, you taking some good pictures, right? <laughs> and that so, picture fire, bro. bro you have to I throw that picture. I'm going to throw it up for you. Since hey, you oh, should, I'm not supposed to be on social media either. Me neither. Um, dang. Yeah. So t- tell me about how that felt. Like, like y'all, y'all went from having this conversation where Pops was kind of like, I've been doing this long as you've been alive. You share some, you know, some, some insight on the situation because of your profession, your experience. And then he receives it. And it was, sounds like, you know, the conversation transitions. Like, what did, what did that mean? Like, what, what kind of allowed that space to be a place where he wanted to share that with you? I think, I, I think it was a situation where I kind of proved I was on his level, in a sense, in that conversation. Like, he knows I'm a smart kid, whatever, yeah. whatever. But in that conversation, like, I, 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 I earned his trust. Ooh. You know, and I, and I spoke to him on his level. You earned his trust. Yeah. That's good. In that conversation, I think I earned his trust, and I and I spoke to him on I sp- not on his level. I spoke to him in a way that he can understand me. Yes, he can really understand me now. In that moment, he saw you as an adult, as another yeah. adult. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I, I think that's so important, especially when we talk about dealing with our parents. That even growing up, I I had a situation like that, not like specifically, but just across the board. I had a lot of situations where I felt like I kept getting sunned. You know, yeah. my mom, my stepdad, my dad, my grandparents. It was just a lot of like. Like you said, trust. Like they didn't trust my word. They didn't right. trust my understanding, my right. experiences. But I'm living this every day. I don't live at home anymore. You know what I'm saying? But it was a time where I had to step out and almost share my mind and how I was thinking on a day-to-day basis. So when situations did come up where I needed my voice to be heard, they had already become a little bit more familiar with who I am and how I think mm. enough to trust my word. Yeah. And it almost sounds like it's whack, but it's like we got to introduce ourselves as adults to our parents. Man. Because they've been caring for us for so long. That's a habit, in a sense. Lifespan psychology talks all about that, bro. It's the Lifespan fact that psychology. Lifespan psychology. Wow. I love psychology. Mm-hmm. That was my major before I dropped out. With, with psychology. But like, he on TV now, y'all. Hey. hey. We're going to drop the horns right there. <laughs> <laughs> drop with the clues, bomb. So with lifespan psychology, it's the idea that we're always growing. We're always changing, right? Yeah. Your parents are, are very much actively living their life, having their experience. Wow. Yeah, right? Yeah. We don't validate that, bro. It's almost like we're still three years old. Yes. My daughter has no idea that daddy, like, has feelings, bro. Yeah. Like, that basic. Daddy has feelings. So when you don't want to give me a hug or a kiss or you don't want to play with me or whatever the case is, like, that hurts me. Yeah. You don't want to spend time with me on a real level. But we don't think about that as it relates to our 50, 60-year-old parents while we're 25, 30. That's We're real. very much like self-centered. Yeah. Man, I, I couldn't even tell you, bro. I know I remember going through a span of years where 
I'm like, yo, moms is tripping. Yeah. Yo, pops, like, this man, you know, he got some stuff going on. I don't understand. Like, where, where does he get that from? You know? Yeah. But even in having those thoughts and those moments, I never stopped to consider my frustrations and maybe the things that they that I was experiencing that kind of parallel to their experiences. Mm. The same emotions, anger. Mom's is angry. Well, how do I feel when I'm angry? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Dad is frustrated. Well, how do I feel when I'm frustrated? That wasn't something that even registered. It took a while before that was even a thought of mine to say, yo, who is this man, this woman that I call dad, that I call mom? Yeah. Who are these individuals? Who Who is a different person than they were 20 years ago? Dang. Dang. Bro, think about that. How old was your mom when, she, when, when, you, when you were five? Or when she had My mom was 20, my age, 26. Bro, how much do you think you know right now, bro? Bro, that's <laughs> sick. Yo, you know what that reminds me of? What's that? I can I just forgot it. Bro, like when I think about my parents, man, my mom was 23, I think, when she had me. Okay. 23 or 24. Bro, she was still like very much like a young adult. Yeah. She didn't really know a whole lot. Dang. You know? That's yo, I, I had a conversation and um I was talking about my family gatherings. Like uh. holidays, Thanksgiving, Christmas. Growing up, how exciting they were, how the whole family was up dancing, turning up, just the highest energy. And me as a kid, five, six, seven, just being around, watching the adults have a good time. They yeah. dancing, they laughing, drinking, yeah. eating, just chopping it up, arguing, just the whole, just that family culture, that vibe. And as I got older, I felt like the family was growing apart. And I'm like, my Uncle Junie, who I felt like, you know, was the life of the party. I love when he came through. He always had, like, gum in his car. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He'd come in and crack jokes, throw me up the whole nine. And I'm like, wait, Uncle Junie's still here? Like, what's good? Is he okay? Yeah. And then I had to realize, like, after conversations, and people were like, yo, like, he's older. How yeah. long ago was that? I was, you was five, six? So that was 20 years ago. <laughs> so if anything... 20 years ago, he's your age now. So that's your job to fit in that role. Yeah. I'm like, yo, yeah. son, yo. Yeah. <laughs> so now my little cousins and my goddaughter, they're looking at me like, oh, you're the fun uncle. You're this and that. 20 years from now, God, now God forbid. But yeah, God forbid I'm, I'm, I'm like old and not youthful. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I can have age, but don't, I don't want to use my youthfulness. Yeah, yeah. You feel me? So that's just a crazy realization that I think we come into. Man. To realize like, Life is this journey, you know what Man. I'm saying? And, and we all got experiences, and we all, we're all literally human, regardless of the hat that we're wearing in those no, moments. No, man. No. Dude, so when I tell you, like, man, when I was talking to my dad today, and he was talking about how proud he was of me, made me dog, like, I felt like a kid, bro, mm. in that space. Yeah. Nigga, I'm about to be 30 years old, bro. You old, And I yeah. felt like a kid, dog. In that moment. In that moment, like, I'm, I'm talking to him, and it's funny because I was biting my nails, mm. right? I was biting my nails, and, and something told me, it must have been my spirit, man, was like, just listen, like, chill. You ain't got to do nothing right now. Just listen, right? So I stopped, and when I stopped biting my nails or using my phone yeah. or, you know what I mean, on IG, yeah. when I stopped the distractions, I was able to really listen and hear him. Mm. And because I was listening to him, I was able to really feel it, which is what we don't want to do. Yeah, yeah. So I'm listening to my dad, bro, getting misty, son. Outside of Starbucks, connect. bro, I'm like about to cry because I'm really hearing them talk about like, you know, I'm so proud of you. Like you out here really doing it. And like, you know, I met my dad when I was five. So he's like, you know, at first I only had Deron. He was, you know, messing up, blah, blah, blah. And I thought that was it. And then I got you. And it was like, you know, sometimes I feel like all I have is you and that baby girl, blah, blah, blah. Like he's just like wow. dropping it, bro. I'm wow. so proud of you. Like you out here doing it, man. Like you out here like 
doing it, pursuing your dreams, like you're doing so well for yourself. And that's all the father wants. It's for, wow. their, for their kids to be taken care of. Wow. Right? So he's talking about this, and I'm just like, like I'm feeling feel it. it. Like yeah. I'm feeling every bit of it. I'm like, yo, that's like everything that you ever want to hear from your parents is that they're proud of you that's deep, from man. a young age. So my dad was vulnerable with me, right? I had the thought that I should acknowledge that vulnerability and appreciate that because these are rare moments for my father. But I didn't for a minute. He said all that stuff, and I was like quiet, and I was thinking about it, and he started talking about something else. And I was like, man, I should really acknowledge what he just did. Yeah. Because that's big for him. Yeah. But I was afraid to. I was afraid to go into, go, to, to also be go vulnerable. Those emotions, and to speak vulnerability. To speak to those comments in that present space. Hmm. So I said, you know what? I got to do it. Because I'm afraid of it. Okay. Why? It's, it's irrational, but I'm afraid to be vulnerable, right? So I made sure to let him know, like, yo, Pop, like, like I really appreciate you, you saying that to me. Like, wow. that means a lot. Like, you know, I remember as a kid, that's all you I ever really wanted to hear was that, that you know, you're proud of me. You and said my mom that? Pr- yeah. You said like that, that, bro? All I wanted to hear is that my parents are proud of me. Right? Still teary-eyed, bro. All I want to hear is that my parents are proud of me, and I appreciate you sharing that with me. I, f- I appreciate you telling me that, Dad. Oh, man, you know, I, I'm, just, I'm just proud of you, man. Like, you know, and he keeps going. I'm like, yeah, yo. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's amazing. I realized this a few weeks ago with this young lady I was talking to. And when you're vulnerable, when you take that risk and people recognize that truth, that enables them and empowers them to then also be vulnerable, to also express their truth to you. Right, but you got to be unashamed of the way that you feel yes. and really, really relate to somebody. Yes, you can't be afraid of that. Like these are real emotions and real things, and like those breakthroughs we're looking for in relationships, right? And I'm not talking about your man or your woman. I'm talking about relationships. Your daughter, your son, your brother, your aunt, your uncle, your dad, your mom. Every single relationship, your friends, all of them. Wow. Right. We got to be unashamed of the way that we feel, and if somebody opens up to to us. It's our responsibility to meet them in that space if we want them to keep doing that, I think. Or if they mean something to us. Oh, my God. Yeah. That, like, like, even, yeah. If they mean something to you. You know what I mean? Not even that you want them to continue. It's just you recognizing that they took the time or recognizing that they chose to be vulnerable in that space. Yeah. It's just like a mutual respect. Somebody puts their hand out to shake it. You, you do it, you know? Yeah. You, you receive that. I, I just think... Hearing you say that, it makes me think about my relationships with my parents, you know, and I'm not, like, super, like, thoughtful and taking mom out on dates and, you know, encouraging her and telling her stuff, you know what I mean? Pops, like, my whole family, I'm, I'm, like, my family isn't that type of affectionate. We tell each other we love each other, we hug each other, but to the point where we're going out of our way to compliment them, to encourage them, I don't do that. But when I'm in relationships, romantic yeah. relationships, <clears throat> I do. Why is that? Bro, I couldn't tell you. I, I can't. I, I've been sitting here thinking. I can't. Be careful. I like, think, like, mouth it to me before you say it on, on air. Because my voice is all messed up? No, nah, I just don't want you to put no business out there I ain't aware of yet. No, no, no. Drop it, bro. I Drop think it. what it is is this, man. When it's, a, when it's a girl that you're really into, right? A girl okay. you're trying to get out of whatever the case is. I think... You identify very specifically what you want from that person, right? It's subconscious. You know, you're not really actively thinking about it, but you know, I want love from this person in your heart, in your heart of hearts, right? So because you want love, you know that I need to behave a certain way, right? 
or if you're on some 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 crazy stuff, or you you know you might just you might want sex from that person, or right. whatever, whatever you want from that, you There's know I you gotta want. operate in a certain space for that. But I think what happens is we get arrogant, we get you know prideful in our ego as we get older, as as young adults, and we recognize that we don't need our parents anymore. Just because we're independent financially means oh I don't need you no more, because that's how we've learned to like value our parents. But once we realize that that relationship is so much deeper than finances, Man. right? There's so much more they can offer us than money, you know, and that we do need their love and their attention and their wisdom and their guidance. Once we respect them yeah. to give us those things to take care of us in those ways, then I think that's when that shift happens. Bro, that's beautiful. You make me feel like I don't need to call my parents right now and Bro. just see how they're doing. Not, no, no lie. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I mean, I talked to my parents like a day or two ago, but just, you know, sometimes just calling to see what's happening. Yeah. You know? Being super intentional, like I do, I, want, I definitely want to do that more with my 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 grandma, my dad's my dad's mom, right? And like going out to see her, you know, yeah. like taking that for granted. You know, some folks don't have their grandparents anymore, or don't have a relationship with them. You know, so there's so much that goes on that I think it's important for us to value the people we care about. Absolutely, the people that are nearest to us. You know, if it's not you know a maternal, paternal, you know, relative. It may be somebody that you grew up with, a coach or, you know, a teacher, whatever the relationship is, valuing those people because really it's the shared experience that really brings about that level of, like, unconditional love and just support that has brought us to where we are today. Yeah. You know? And, and that, 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 that's, that's, that's loud, bro. We get to a point where we don't need them anymore. It's not yeah. a conscious thought. I don't need them anymore. No. It, nah, I don't feel that way. But there's less of an urgency to, to like, appreciate them yeah man because immediately i'm involved in this relationship immediately i'm in i'm in interactions with this person so these are the people that first come to mind but am i just going to appreciate the people that i feel like can do something for me in the moment right you know what i'm saying i call my family i'm not looking for nothing no money no can you drive me here can you drop me off there can you know dang that's good. Yeah. That's good. Like yeah. that, that challenges me to be more intentional in my day-to-day to make sure that I'm checking on my loved ones. Man, for real. I just really started hitting up my sister on a more consistent basis just to see how right. she's doing. Yeah, yeah. We check in. Hey, happy you know, New Year or Merry Christmas. Happy Thanksgiving. But hey, what up, Imani? What you up to? Oh, okay. I'm just, yeah. just hanging out at the crib. Just got off work. How was that? You know? Like, that's something I want to be way more intentional about that I have been, which I'm proud of myself about. Uh, with you know but but there's so much more to do man so much like, I, i'm trying to be intentional about the little things as well as the big things one thing I've, I've, I've tried to do is every time i get off the phone with a loved one i'm trying to make sure i say yo i love you Whew. particularly my parents okay. right because you know it's this hit me like a ton of bricks one day because my daughter was acting funny one day man i don't know what she was on but i remember telling her i loved her and she wouldn't say it back she was just you know she was playing being a kid you yeah. know but I was like, oh, it hurt. You know what I mean? Wow. And then I think about the it day. It hurt that, that she didn't say it back. Yeah. Even she know you know she's, how old she was. Bro, if she don't say it back, bro, like, I feel away. Like, you honestly feel away. Bruh. You honestly feel Bruh. away. Yes. You don't, you don't think, well, she's only three or no, she don't even that's understand. that's not my first thought. Wow. That's after. Oh, wow. That's after. My first thought is like, Maddie, I love you. Silence. Matt, Maddie, I love you. Silence. And like, I'm, like, I'm looking like, yo, like, like what's good? You know, and then I have to remember, oh, wait, she's, she's three. Wow. Clearly she loves me. She's just busy playing with Barbie and, and Tiana right now. Wow. Right? So I'm thinking about that. And then I think about the days when I come home 
and she runs into my arms and gives yes. me a hug. Yes, yes. I think about the times where she does like randomly say I love you, which those those are rare. But yeah. she'll do it sometimes. And I think about how I feel. And one day I'm like, yo, I have parents. Do they feel this when I say I love them? Yeah. Even now? So when I when I got that, I'm like, yo, let me make sure that my mother feels loved. Yeah. Let me make sure that my father feels loved. Yeah. That I express that to them. That's good. Intentionality. And and, and it's so funny because I find myself in situations like I've been, you know, there's been times where I like not something I'm conscious of, but there was a time where I think someone made a comment similar to that. So I think about my situation. When was the last time I told my dad I loved him, right? And it had been a while. Growing up, it was always a consistent thing, right? And yeah. then there's times, you know, my sister's in town, we all communicate that we love each other. But then there was a time where I was like, wait a minute, I haven't talked to my dad, and we haven't said that in a while. Mm-hmm. And I've always been hesitant. So I remember somebody said, just say it. I'm like, nah, you don't understand how the relationship <laughs> is. Like, that's not, that's not how we are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he knows I love him. We spend time, we do this. Like, it's like clearly. And, and, and hearing you say that, it's like, you know Maddie loves you. But yeah. that don't change that first thought you no. feel when she don't say it. No. You know what I'm saying? So it's not enough to be like, oh, they know. It's important to reinforce that. Just like in relationships, we want to be reinforced in many ways. You know, so, you know, there's times when my dad was calling me. We'd have conversations. And he'd be like, yo, I love you. And I was like, dang, like, this is after that realization that I needed mm. to do it. I still hadn't done it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I was like, yes, I love you too, dad. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. It felt good. And it wasn't like, oh, I didn't know my dad loved me. It was just like that acknowledgement. And I'm able to feel that at, yeah. was I 25 at the time, 26? You know okay. what I'm saying? Like, so what difference is, oh, he's older, so he doesn't need that, that reassurement? Reassurance, you know what I'm saying? Like, like yeah. how, how could I think that way? Man. You know? So that's good, bro. Love is the most basic universal construct to culture, to life, to people. Yeah. Like, people need it. Yeah. Everybody needs love. And it sounds corny and cliche, but it's a fact. I think the most cliche things are really just the most simple and honest. Yeah. And true. Yeah. Like the more life, the more experiences and conversations that I have, real conversations, open, vulnerable, transparent conversations, it always boils down to the most basic things. And we realize, you know, the things that surround us, the things that we think bring us fulfillment aren't true, like, measures of our, of our happiness. Yeah. And it's typically like love, people, respect, communication, the things that people, you know, we just kind of throw around as, oh, that's important to me, but we really don't value it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, man, that's good, bro. Yeah. That's good. I appreciate that. Man. Appreciate you sharing, dog. Yeah. Bro, this is what, and this is my vision for the podcast, bro. Well, our visions. I'm sure you're on the same accord, man. I want to encourage these conversations, man. I want people to, to. Connect with those principles more and be honest with the way you feel, the way you think, to be honest with your relationships and where you can do better. Yeah. I, you know? I, I challenge the listeners now, if you're listening to this this upcoming week within the next seven days. You call your mom and tell you love her. Please, for real. <laughs> call whoever you got in your life that you love and for appreciate. Real. Do a new person every week. It don't got to be, I talked to seven people today and I told them I loved them, you know? It might be a stretch, but but take that time to say it and mean it. Yeah. Just out of habit. All right, take care. I love you. Peace. Right. No, yo, what's up? I love you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's real. That's yeah. real. That, that, that's going to hit home. And, yeah. and, and you'd be surprised, I think, just that, that response. You know, and, and I'm saying that based off of what you just shared. You yeah. know? Right. So thank y'all for listening. And yeah, we appreciate it. We appreciate it. This is Tell My Homies Win, the podcast. We appreciate you listening. Tools for lifting the generation. Hey. We out of here. Peace.